As parents, we have to have a long-term view of our roles in our children's lives while also trusting in the long-term view, fruit of instructing them in God's way. Okay. It's a quote by Ryan Frederick. I didn't put her up to that. That wasn't. You didn't. Don't worry. I'm just saying. I'm not the puppet master pulling the strings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's truth, though. It's truth. And yeah. that's, what's, that's why I wanted to share it. This is one of the first articles that, that I wrote when we were gearing up to, to launch Fierce Parenting mm-hmm. almost two years ago. Um, and it was this idea that if we have a long-term view of, of our roles as parents, mm-hmm. then that will give us context to trust God for the long-term fruit mm-hmm. that our long, long-term view <laughs> will only allow, yeah. right? So if we're discipling our kids and, you know, uh, we're not seeing the fruit of it, then we can say, okay, our, our role as parents is to be doing that in light of not just them when they're 20, not just them when they're 30, but in light of eternity. Mm. Right. And so we're big uh, proponents of parenting with your great grandkids in mind. Hmm. So that you're parenting knowing when you're long gone, your children themselves are maybe even gone. Yeah, we're doing but our they best. They have, ideally, they'll have grandkids that have that are following Christ yes. actively and making disciples. So today we're talking about that. What is the difference between a short-term, short-view parenting and long-term or long-view parenting? So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the other side. Hello and welcome back. My name is Ryan. This is my lovely wife, Selena. This is the Fierce Parenting thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> show, podcast, podcast, show, episodes, whatever. Yeah, we've been doing this for, uh, we're on episode 38, not not counting some of the interviews because yeah. the numbering convention has been a little hinky in places. Uh, the point is, is uh, yeah, we've been doing this and we're almost at a year of doing the, the videos slash audio. Wow. So thank you for joining us. Yes. If you're new, we this is what we do. We point families to Christ. We encourage parents to disciple their children according mm-hmm. to God's word. We seek to create tools that are useful to that end. And so by God's grace, he's allowed us to do that. If you enjoy this content, we encourage you to do a few things. Leave a comment uh, on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't done that already, leave a rating and a review on the mm-hmm. podcast. That means a ton that helps the whole algorithmic uh, Magical thing. magic to happen. <laughs> Um, if you want to be partnered on a deeper level, you can do that by going to fierceparenting.com slash partner. Uh, this ministry would not be here if our lovely patrons, the people mm-hmm. that have come beside us and said, we can't be the ones making the content, but we can help you make the content. Yeah. They've said that, and that has allowed us to sustain the ministry. By God's grace, he has used you. So mm-hmm. thank you. If you're a partner already, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, so today's discussion is, like I said, one of the earlier articles that I wrote but it's very timely because we have had quite the week or so, I would say month, uh, with our two-year-old. So we love her, and I love I love how fiery she is, but when she's really fiery, she, she's hitting that two to three stage, right? She's going to be three soon, and they're just starting to be more independent, uh, But they and they, they don't think they need to follow rules or what you say, and they'll be defiant. And you might be hearing the same, well, why don't you just, you know, all the things to fix, right? We always, as parents, hearing other parents talk, or maybe this is just me, you're like, well, why don't you just try this? Why don't you just try that? <laughs> tried it. Tried it. No, we have tried a lot of things, but this- We have, we have thrown everything except the literal kitchen sink <laughs> at this kid to try and figure out how, what is the, what are the knobs that we can uh, twist to get her to understand what is at stake? 
Yeah. The when things, she disobeys. The things that worked with the other two do not work with her. And so by yeah. God's grace, and I think this article is very timely, um, sometimes our discipline or how we parent them uh, can feel so short short view. I don't know, short-sighted. We just we need to yeah. do it in the moment, correct the behavior, and move on, right? So instead yeah. of dealing with the actual heart issues, which dealing with the heart is the place to start. <laughs> Didn't mean to say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You're a <laughs> Is poet. that in your article? You're a poet. You didn't even know it. <laughs> I didn't even know it. <laughs> okay, so two views compared. This is helpful to contrast yeah. because we can find ourselves falling easily into the short-term view. I know with Louisa, our youngest, it's one of the lessons that we're relearning is that she's not abnormal in her no. um, wanting to push the no, boundaries. It's a very normal behavior. I think she's abnormal in her willingness to be consistent in doing so. <laughs> And so she's out. She has lasted longer than both of our other. She has a stronger will in many ways. And so we are realizing that we need to have strengthened wills with her. And (laughs) doing so means that we need to see beyond today, beyond this week. We need to say in a month, do we want her further on this path or further on another path? Mm -hmm. And doing so helps us to be consistent in in that parenting. And, And the beautiful thing is, you know, you get gracious moments of it's working. Yeah. It's actually working. Yeah. And I think we're seeing some of those over the it's last few training, days. It's training, yep. It's training, it's training them. Her. It's training us to not yeah. just respond emotionally and not just yeah. lash out, but say, okay, it's a timeout. You're arguing with me right now. We've talked yeah. about this. It's time to go in timeout. So in today's talk, we're going to go through a few kind of categories of parenting and compare. Again, the, sh- the short-term view and the long-term view. The short-term is being the... What? Behavioral correction, right? It's No, we have different categories here. So, Oh, uh, I didn't know they were all different in, ones. Sorry. So in it's behavior... Right here. It's all right. <laughs> so in behavior correction, all right? So short-term or short-view parenting sees behavioral problems as actions to be corrected mm-hmm. because they're inconvenient. Those actions are loud. They're even hurtful or destructive in the moment. Mm. Lou uh, lives up to her name. Mm. We call her destroyer of worlds. <laughs> and as it turns out, in Greek, the first verb you learn is luo, which is means to destroy. Didn't know that when I was like, I really like the name Louisa. <laughs> or it means to loosen, in which case she She's has loosened our sanity. dog no, and, it, and, it, and it got after some of the chickens. <laughs> so. She did loose our dog, yes. So short view parenting says, your behavior is the problem. Yeah. And it needs to be stopped, corrected, because, this is the big thing, because it's inconvenient to me, because you're hurting your siblings, because you're going to get hurt, or because you're embarrassing me in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's why I need to stop it. Long view parenting instead... Mm-hmm sees those behavioral problems as a symptom of a larger need for, what did I say, heart renewal. Mm-hmm. So heart renewal from the inside out. And so when we see the heart as the thing that God has called us to kind of be his, uh, what we're like his, um, I'm looking thinking of the, in surgery, right? His you've got the surgeon yeah. and you've got like the, the nurses that are like handing him the tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that God needs you to hand him tools, but we are working with God yes. on the hearts of our children. And so the behavior itself, yes, it can be corrected, but it must be traced back to, and this is where the art of being a parent really Mm -hmm. is relevant, is you need to be able to discern these things. Mm -hmm. We need to trace that behavior back to our need for Jesus, their need for Jesus, and uh, without him, we'll never find freedom from what that sin is. And I think it broadens and deepens the word discipline, right? It helps us Mm -hmm. understand that it's not just a punishment, but we're addressing hearts. My friend Desiree is always... Mm -hmm you know, we're texting, Hey, we're going to hang out. And then she's like, we're running late. We had to address some hearts or address some heart issues. And I know exactly what that means, you know, and it's not that, okay, you just need to not take what you took from your sister, but, uh, you took it without asking and you're feel you're obviously being very greedy. You're, you're wanting this for yourself and you're, 
you're fighting to get it. And so what are we addressing in the heart here? Do you feel like you're, and not that the two-year-old can verbalize all of that, but we are the bumpers, you know, on this, <sighs> this bowling alley of trying to get her down the path and show mm-hmm. her this is the way to go. Not mm-hmm. just because we say, but yes, right now, because we say, but because there is a, a long-term goal here for you and not just today, you're making us angry and irritating us, so you're going to get disciplined, right? Yeah. So that was behavior correction. Now let's look at parenting success. So how do we know? Like every parent wants to know, am I a good parent? <laughs> Please, am are I, we? <laughs> are we good at this? Are our kids going to resent us when they're grown? Are they going to love us? Are they going to stay close? Are they going to run as far as they can get? Yeah. Right. Are they going to love the Lord or are they going to run away from God because of us? And so how do we judge parental se- success <laughs> as, as parents? And so here's again, the short view and the long view, short view parenting measures parental success by the outward accomplishments mm. of the child. Look how good they are. Like, look at how, whatever the metric is, right? And you can say, I'm, I'm a good parent because they happen to be doing the things I want them to do. Mm. Long view parenting understands that outward accomplishments, while they are worthy, they're mm-hmm. okay to celebrate. If your child does something great, like celebrate yeah. the, the merit of the child, that's okay. They don't merit their your love. Like that's not, yeah. merit doesn't buy them love, but it does, it does, it does buy them encouragement in mm-hmm. a way. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you love them. You encourage them intri- intrinsically, all that stuff. <laughs> but you can, uh, you just gave me the finger. I don't, you gave me the, <laughs> gave me the twisty finger. Because <laughs> I was like. It was on camera. I we, oh, I thought it was down there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make sure I have a lot of caveats here because I want to bore people. We just did an episode on over-communicating. So here we are. <laughs> here on we the are, over-communicating. Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, while they're worthy of celebration, those things aren't more important than having the character and hope shaped by the word of God. Right. Okay? And Which, that's a big kind of nebulous thing to talk about. But that's the ultimate success is well, do you understand and love God? Right. And that goes back to addressing the heart, right? That, hey, you're a sinner. We're saved by grace. We have these issues in our heart. This is how the Lord is helping us to work these out. I mean, we, I am constantly apologizing to my children. <laughs> <laughs> Go, number three. <laughs> If you're listening, I just gave her the twisty, the, I don't know, how do you call it? How do you describe this? It's rounded up. Round like, it up. Hey, keep, <laughs> let's move the show on the road. Rain right, it roll out. Roll oh, okay, out. Number three, is. on the convenience of children. Somebody's going to listen to that and they're thinking, Selena was making a really good point and then she stopped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's you. All right. So on so on con- the convenience of children, short view parenting sees the tasks of parenting as interruptions. They're inconveniences to be minimized, avoided, or quickly dispatched. Guys, we're speaking from experience here, okay? So not we're not trying to point any fingers. These are things that we have felt and that we mm-hmm. have struggled with as parents being sanctified by the Lord and by these little humans that he has given us. So True. I'm going to sound really callous when I say this. We just got some baby chicks well, like six, six months ago. Yeah. And the first crop of chicks that came in, we got them via mail, which is very normal. Apparently. You buy them through the mail like and they have years. <laughs> the USPS knows exactly what to do. Well, apparently they didn't, they didn't know what to do with these chicks. And it was they, cold. It was January. arrived dead on arrival. And it was tragic in our household because they were really excited. The girls were really excited to get these little baby chicks. We're excited to have eggs. And they were completely dead on arrival. The girls were devastated. They bawled. <laughs> like, you've heard me talk about it on the podcast maybe, but the weeping, gnashing, <laughs> like uh, gnashing of teeth, right? It was miserable. And... I, as a dad, I'm like, listen, kids, this is life. It's get over it. The sooner the better. And I realized like in these moments of trauma, <laughs> kids will remember, okay, how did, how did my parents deal with that? Yeah. And was that a good, and so that was one of those like really inconvenient things. 
I listen, I'm sad. I don't want to see baby chicks die for no reason. I don't want that. But I also know like there's nothing you can do about it. So let's <laughs> Right. So but they just needed me to sit with them. So I did that. I sat with them. I talked with them. I helped process. I held them. They cried. And then I said, let's watch a show because I've had enough of this. <laughs> let's now let's distract. It's been 30 minutes. Uh, uh, so that's the short view. <laughs> Sorry. The long view parenting uh, contrast is they see tasks of parenting as a joy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Though they're not always an easy joy. Yeah. Just because things are hard doesn't mean that they're bad, right? And so, right. And they, they, I, yeah, I think we struggle. I struggle with this. That see, because the tasks are mundane and they're they're never mm-hmm. ending. They're always they're just unsurmountable, right? And so to yeah. embrace them, how do we embrace them with joy? How do we, you know, that's why I keep reading motherhood it's, books. That's why we, we keep, yeah, talking about parenting because we see the bigger picture that we are stewarding our children. I think when we, we really start to enjoy those small inconvenient moments, when we see those moments as the stuff, the substance of life yeah. itself. Yeah, I think that you said that. You said it, you, you, you've got to embrace, you've got to be compassionate to them, Selena, because they're going to remember that. They're going to remember how you treated them when they were not, they were sad about chickens mm-hmm. or they were angry about their sister taking a toy. Like they will remember how they felt when they, when they were with you and how you treated them in that. There was a study done, I know, really quickly, there's a study done and there's a, just to summarize it, there's a strong correlation between whether a child feels loved and whether or not oh, they yeah. were loved in the most uh, traumatic moments of their life. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, think about you broke up with your first, you know, girlfriend or whatever, or I'm thinking of myself, not you, but, or you had, you lost some chickens or whatever that trauma mm-hmm. was, you'll feel loved more if your parents loved you specifically in those moments. Mm-hmm. And there's research behind that. So that's interesting. Okay. The next one, I think it's the final one is, uh, Regarding the goals of growing into adulthood, okay, so mm-hmm. we are raising up children to, to know the Lord so that they will become adults who know and love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay, so short view parenting is this. It's driven by preparing children for success in the world on the world's terms mm-hmm. or by the world's standards. It sees li- this life as ultimate. Mm-hmm. Now think about that in contrast to the long view parenting, mm-hmm. which defines the purpose in uh, raising children as introducing them mm. to God, first and foremost, and stirring their affections for him. And it sees eternity as the ultimate. Mm, so, good. so we're not temporal, we're eternal, right? We're not just looking here and now, we're looking there and then. Right. And while also saying, okay, here and now matters even more because of there and then. Right. But this temporal life matters even more because of eternity. But right. eternity, those are the things that we're calibrated on, right. is the there and then and the eternal perspective. Um, so. And the gospel definitely has to fuel this long view of parenting, right? No. Uh, on the fierce marriage side of things, we say it takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and never gives in. I think that could also be applied to parenting at some points. Yeah. But that fierce tenacity is fueled by the gospel. It's fueled by the action, the love, the life, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we can't sit here and try to bootstrap our way through parenting because mm-hmm. it's hard. There are hard moments. But what we can do is... identify those hard moments and find some resources, find some tools. I mean, we should be in the Bible daily. That should be pouring over us, transforming our hearts on Mm. the daily and supplement it with other uh, resources that might help you, whether that's a podcast or a book or talking to another Christian mom who's been there, done that, or who's also in the middle of it. And how can you encourage one another and not just be a complain about our kids session, right? Yeah. And the gospel, like you said, has to fuel it. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is you have to be to recognize I am only saved because Jesus said so. I am mm. only called worthy because Jesus said so. Mm-hmm. I was a sinner worthy of death. I am now a saint 
because of Christ, worthy of eternal life. That's the gospel. Okay, so now you look at our kids. You are a sinner, and you are only worthy of love because God has called you that child. Mm-hmm. I'm praying you place your faith in him mm-hmm. so that you might also be found you know, righteous before the living God. And we share that same need, mm-hmm. that, sh- that same need for sanctification, that same need for grace. And therefore, may I extend to you, my child, the same grace that I have, or similar grace that I have received mm-hmm. from God himself. And in doing so, may you see his grace mm-hmm. on full display. That's how the gospel fuels this yeah. thing. And if that story is foreign to you, uh, that's, the, that's the story of Jesus Christ. That's mm-hmm. the story of the gospel, that we were sinners doomed to a, the wrath of God, saved by the perfect God-man, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who is God in the flesh, came down, lived a perfect life, mm-hmm. died the sinner's death, was raised from the tomb and, and ascended into heaven, is now seated on the throne. That mm-hmm. is the good news, that we are not dead in our sin, and we will not be dead physically forever. Mm-hmm. that we will raise again with Christ in the end. That's that's the gospel. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anything about that, you're in luck. We have a website. It's thenewsisgood.com. Check that out. If you know all about the gospel, but somebody you know doesn't, send them to that website, and that will walk them through it. With that said, let's pray. Selena, would you mind praying? Okay. Uh, God, thank you for our children. Thank you for the blessing that it is to be a parent. I pray that mm-hmm. you would fuel our hearts. You would instill uh, the joy and the love and the perseverance that it takes to raise children. Uh, May we count tasks as joyful. May we love and see our children for who they are and not Mm -hmm. just how they affect us. Uh, And may we honor you in how we uh, live out this this life and this role that you've given us as parent, um, because it is a sacred role, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, thank you for joining us, you guys. Uh, Like I said early on, this is not possible without our Mm -hmm supporters without the people that do more than just watch or listen if that's you you're welcome keep coming keep Keep watching keep listening we will not make you pay for that however if you want to support (laughs) this because it does cost quite a bit of time energy and even a lot of money to put these videos out uh, we can't do that without partners so go to fierceparenting.com partner pray over that if the lord leads you please partner with us we'd love to have you so with that said this episode of fierce parenting is in the can see you again in seven days until next time stay fierce